Hey everyone, it's Jessica with Well Hello Disney. Thank you for joining me for another podcast on helping you minimize your stress while at the Disney parks. Today I'm going to be talking about a product that I basically have been scouting since last year when it came on the market in September and I finally used it for the first time in November and I just went back and I really put it to the test and it has now become an item that you will never see me at Walt Disney World without using and that is Standby Skipper. So before we get started, I'm going to touch on some basics. If you follow my podcast, you know I have a series over Genie Plus strategy. I will continue to update that as Walt Disney World changes and evolves. But for those who don't know, Walt Disney World has a uh, program called Genie. That is a free service to you that shows you wait times of different rides. It also will help you plan your day. You can put in your top picks for the day and it gives you suggestions of what times to get on that. Then there's a paid service called Genie Plus. This is a paid service that helps you get on multiple rides at the parks by booking them at different times of the day. Then there are individual lightning lanes and virtual queues. Individual lightning lanes are rides for purchase at a specific dollar amount on top of the Genie Plus dollar amount. Those are typically the highest demand rides for each park. So at Animal Kingdom, it's going to be Flight of Passage. At Hollywood Studios, it's going to be Rise of the Resistance. Epcot is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy and Magic Kingdom. Currently, it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Tron opens soon if you're listening to this before April. We don't know yet if that is going to be an individual lightning lane or assuming there'll be a virtual queue, but each park can have up to two individual lightning lane selections. So I won't be surprised if we see Tron bump up there or maybe Seven Doors Mine Train becomes part of the Genie Plus selections. Virtual queues, that is something that Disney does typically when a ride first opens to help minimize the long waits outside of the ride queue. So virtual queues do not necessarily mean you will not wait for the ride. If you access the virtual queue for Tron or for Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll be able to redeem your time or redeem your queue number at a certain window of time. Then you will wait in a queue at the ride anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes. Also with virtual queues, the higher the number you get, there is a chance that you may not get on the ride. Virtual queue does not equal a guarantee. So if you get those higher 100s and above numbers, you may not get on the ride if the ride is having a tough day or if there's a shutdown. So again, a virtual queue is free to you to enter. Typically at the times of 7 a.m. and 1 p.m., that can change. So always make sure to check your information before you head to Walt Disney World. That is free to all the guests. But again, it's not a guarantee you'll get on the ride. So first, let's talk about Genie Plus. I know a lot of people don't like Genie Plus because they don't like the idea of getting up at 7 a.m., having to book a ride. And on the Disney website, it says it will help you only get on two to three additional rides than you would normally. I know with strategy that you can easily get on multiple rides using Genie Plus. But the problem with it is there is a strategy. There is a thing called sellout order, which means that by the time you book 
a certain ride after one tap or two tap or by the afternoon, it means it's going to sell out. For instance, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is a very popular Genie Plus selection. I never like to use priority because Remy might be a priority for my family, but it's not for yours. However, if it is a priority for your family, it's important to know that Remy sells out by the morning. So if you don't get it in the first booking at 7 a.m. or whenever you tap in again, then you may not get it. So that can make Genie Plus really frustrating, especially if you're someone who is not following content creators or people who frequent the parks. You don't even realize that there's this whole back end of strategy that needs to be done to maximize your day. And that can be very frustrating. Also, One thing I do wish that they would bring back that they have with the old FastPass Plus system is being able to book three rides prior to our vacation. I know a lot of stress would be reduced even if we could book two rides and then maybe at 7 a.m. we book another one that day. I hope that that will probably be a growth marker that eventually Disney will look at bringing back. But Genie Plus is a whole system. I don't dislike it. I actually prefer it. I like being able to select the rides and have a plan for my day going into the day. Walt Disney World is not a fly by the seat of your pants type of park anyway. When a park is 43 square miles, you cannot just go in without a plan. So I understand how frustrating it is if you did not realize that you needed to do all of this preparation prior to going to the park. So then enters in this app, Standby Skipper, and you're thinking, Okay, so this is an app that automatically books my Genie Plus selection, sends me a push notification, and then I can go back on my My Day tab, and now my ride has been inserted in there. And my first thought is, yeah, right, too good to be true, and I am too controlling to allow something to book my rides for me. I can't let them book. They don't know how I'm going to feel in that moment, and what if they book the wrong time? I just can't use a program that's going to book rides for me. And plus, my whole Disney existence is about minimizing parental stress. If this ride books something in Tomorrowland and then Frontierland and you have two strollers, how is that reducing any kind of stress in the park when you're running all over because it's booking whatever rides are available? Those were my thoughts when I first saw Standby Skipper and was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to use it. I don't, I don't want to use it. It's, I can't let go of control. But then I went to Walt Disney World with my daughter in November for a dance performance. Now, if you've ever been to Walt Disney World for an event, I was a cheerleader. So when I was younger and we went to Walt Disney World every year, it is chaotic. And now with this Genie Plus system and having to book on your phone, I found myself missing my times. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay $25. I'm going to let Standby Skipper book these rides in the evening. And, you know, hopefully based on sellout order and the things that my daughter wants to do, it will book them in the order that I want because I knew Frozen or Remy was going to sell out first, Frozen would sell out second, and then Soren would sell out last. And if this standby skipper app will book it in that order because I'm going to put three of those things all in the evening slot, knowing Remy will hit that evening slot first, then Frozen, then Soren. And if it does that, we'll see. We'll see how I feel about it. 
So I start getting notifications that Standby Skipper is booking these. And the great thing about Genie Plus is you can truly have overlapping times. So I knew that even with booking Remy and Frozen, they more than likely are going to have overlapping times, which means I'm going to start in Norway. We're going to ride Frozen first, and I will still get to Remy with enough time to be able to ride that. And we'll stay on that side of Epcot, go ride Soren, probably hop on Figment and all of that stuff. And it did. It booked everything the way that I wanted, and I was in shock. So what did I have to do? Pay another $25 for the next day, which means that I could have just saved money and booked it for $45 for the whole seven days, but instead, I ended up paying $50 because I was a skeptic. I wasn't sure how allowing a tool to book rides would be. Now, if you have older children, you don't have to worry necessarily about this. Or if you have adults and you don't care what order of books in and you don't mind running all over the park, that's totally fine. But again, if you're following me, you're here to minimize stress at the parks while you have kids because it's stressful enough having them there. So now that I've given you the backstory of how I came to fall in love with Standby Skipper, let me break down Standby Skipper a little bit and then I'm going to go into a little more strategy on how to use it and make it work for you. So the way that Standby Skipper works is that you will sign in through the app and register and it will automatically prompt you to sign into your My Disney Experience account because it needs to see who is linked to your account and who has an active park ticket. I have used it with my whole family, with just my immediate family and now friends, and it does pick up who has a ticket and who you're linked to for that trip without any issue. You will click on those people who are linked and that's going to be your party during that time. And just Just like Genie Plus, when you are selecting specific rides, you'll be able to select certain people that want to ride the ride. So if you have a kid that doesn't want to ride Tower of Terror, you don't have to select them in the booking and Standby Skipper knows not to book them on that specific ride. Then on the search tab, you're able to type in what ride you're looking for, click on it, click the people who you want to be linked for that ride, and then you head to the five different options. You have an anytime booking, which means it books the first available time no matter the return time. Then you have the morning booking, which means that it'll book the return time between the park opening and noon. The afternoon return time is going to be between noon and 4 p.m. The evening booking time will be 4 p.m. to park close. And then as soon as possible or ASAP means that it books your selection if the return time is within two hours. So this is good if you like are in fantasy land and you only want fantasy land rides. It'll keep booking those that are within that return time window. ASAP is also what I use in the morning because it really hones in on specifically what you're looking for. Then here are just a couple FAQs for Standby Skipper. You have to purchase Genie Plus for that day. And then you always should just purchase the seven-day option for Standby Skipper. It's $45 currently. That price can increase, so make sure you check the app. But currently, it's $45 for seven days or $25 for one day. Don't do it. Don't do the $25. I know Standby Skipper probably loves those people because you turn around and either spend another $25 or $45, but I'm telling you, you're going to use it one time, fall in love with it. If you are on my email list or you register for my email list, I typically have a coupon 
long coat. Sometimes that coat will go away and I'll try to get another one. But use the seven day. Don't even risk it. Pay the $45. My code gets you $5 off. It's 100% worth it. Don't mess around with the one day option. So yes, it comes at a cost. You have your Genie Plus cost and then your Standby Skipper cost. But the key is to enjoy that Disney day with your family. And I will tell you how. Also, you can select up to 12 people. That's the same thing as Genie Plus in my Disney experience. You can link up to 12 people on your account or you have to have two accounts. So 12 people in your party, you're covered with Standby Skipper as well. So let's talk about the three reasons why Genie Plus is stressful. So the first thing is strategy. You have to know that you need to follow content creators or blogs that focus on Genie Plus strategy. And it has to be Genie Plus strategy that works for your family. So again, if you're a family with younger children, more than likely I'm a person you're going to want to follow. If you have teenagers or older kids, there's probably other creators you want to follow. But majority of people don't realize that there is a strategy to booking Genie Plus, which makes it very frustrating, which is why Disney added that edit that it only gets you on two to three more rides during the day, which if you followed me, you know that's not the case at all. So the strategy and knowing what to book next is very stressful. Second, it's at 7 a.m. Your first booking is at 7 a.m. on your vacation, and that is stressful, especially if you're trying to make rope drop, get all the kids together and ready to go. That is a lot of stress to remember to book at 7 a.m. and get your first selection. And then third, booking throughout the day. That is probably the most annoying part. I am someone who would set two alarms because typically I would miss one of them and I'd hope it would catch me. And then I would know I need to book our next ride, look at the options and then book. Those are stressors throughout the day. And in November with my daughter, I realized that I had eliminated most of those stressors with Standby skipper. Now, the only thing that I always worried about is, are my booking times going to be too close? Because standby skipper does such a great job of booking. Well, this last trip with the change in the modify app in Genie Plus, it was a game changer. Having the ability to modify your time while standby skipper is booking your selections, I I will never go to Walt Disney World without the combination ever again. We had so much time as two adults that we went to the park at 2.30, rode every single thrill ride, but we spent about two hours just sitting around talking and resting, which was nice because it was race weekend, so our feet hurt. But I just kept saying to her, Oh my gosh, if I had my kids, we could pack up the stroller, we could go get bathroom breaks, grab ice cream, we would not be rushing to the next ride. So having standby skipper and being able to modify times is a total game changer. So let me walk you through a typical morning when we are going to any park. We always do the Disney second shift at night so that we are ready in the morning for the kids to get ready. And typically in the morning, my husband and I get up at 6.30, make a game plan one more time. And he's going to be booking the individual lightning lane. I'm going to book the Genie Plus selection. And we're both waiting for the world clock to start. And we refresh and book. It's really not that stressful. We have it down to a routine. But when... 
I just went to Walt Disney World and I didn't have my husband who was also an aficionado at Genie Plus. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to lay in bed <laughs> because there's no children. I'm going to go ahead and put my ASAP selection for whatever we're doing that day at whatever park in there. I'm not going to put anything else in standby skipper, just the ASAP selection. And then I will book the Genie plus individual lightning lane selection for what time I feel like works in the schedule for us. So for example, when we went to Hollywood Studios, we knew we were going to do Galaxy's Edge in the evening. So we wanted to book Rise of the Resistance in the evening and we were going to stack rides just to give you an example. So individual lightning lanes are not as tricky to book because if you're on property, you get to book those at 7 a.m. and no one else gets to book them. So typically you can find decent times if you do it in the morning. The beautiful thing of having Standby Skipper book that 7 a.m. ride is that I didn't have to book that, so I don't need two phones. Standby Skipper took care of booking the first ride selection, and I took care of the individual lightning lane. And there's some days we don't get the individual lightning lane, so Standby Skipper would take care of that. Also, you can set up Standby Skipper as soon as you've purchased Genie Plus. If you're like me, there's a lot of evenings that you find yourself up at midnight and you go, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy Genie Plus because I'm awake anyway. Well, if you buy Genie Plus at midnight, you can set up your Standby Skipper now for that 7 a.m. booking and you don't even have to get up to book. So you just get up at your normal time when you're ready to go to the parks, get the kids ready, and you will get this notification that says, booked, you know, Remy Spatatouli Adventure for 9 to 10 a.m. And now you're not even having to deal with the Genie Plus booking. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. So now we've eliminated one of the three major stressors with Genie Plus, which is that 7 a.m. booking, the anxiety around that. You've now put that option into your ASAP option in the morning or you did it at midnight and you are going to get that notification that Genie Plus has been booked through Standby Skipper. They have a 90% success rate with that first pick in the morning. That That's gold because you now can focus on the things you need to do in the morning to get ready and out the door. And then once I'm ready to go, that's when I finally go back into standby skipper because I know no one can book their next Genie Plus selection until they tap in or two hours after whatever time they got depending on if they hit the 120 minute rule. So I don't feel rushed to have to put that in. So then I use the strategy of sellout order 
based on what my family's priorities are. Again, I don't like to use priority because we all have different priorities, but it's still important to understand the sellout order for your rides and which ones sell out first and when. Because standby skipper is limited by that because you cannot put 10 choices in morning and think that standby skipper is going to be able to book all 10 of those choices. It's just not possible to have return times for every single ride in the morning. But with strategy and understanding your sellout order, you are going to be able to get on most rides. So that also eliminates the stress of subsequent bookings because based on what my family wants to ride, I'm going to enter that into standby skipper. And it also eliminates the stress of remembering to book your next selection. You don't need to do that. Standby skipper does it for you. So now you're not stressed. Oh gosh, did I miss that window? Why hasn't this booked the next one? Because standby skipper is going to take care of it. So I'm going to walk you through a small example. Again, this is not going in detail. I'm not going to be explaining to you sellout order as much. I do plan on having a webinar that will be continuously able to be played. So definitely check wellhelloDisney.com for that. But let's say I'm using Standby Skipper at Epcot, which is one of our favorite parks. Lots of attractions there that we want to ride. In the morning or at midnight, because more than likely I'll be up doing the Disney second shift, I will put in on ASAP Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and then That is it. I will have to decide if we're going to do the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy or just purchase the individual lightning lane so we don't have to bother with it. More than likely, we are going to want to do the individual lightning lane because we will want maybe an evening time, especially if we're going to start at the International Gateway and be on the side of France. We have no intention of rope dropping this day, so we know, okay, Remy is going to be an ASAP. Let's set that up. And then we wake up in the morning. Let's say we wake up around 7.15 and start getting the kids ready so that we can head to the parks. We already get a notification that Standby Skipper has booked Remy and the window is from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. We know Guardians of the Galaxy lightning lanes don't sell out quickly because there's a virtual queue for it. So I just get on and I decide, okay, I'm going to book it for around five o'clock. That can be kind of the first thing we do when we get back from our afternoon break. So then I list out our family's priorities, which are Test Track, Frozen, and Soren. So the way that I'm going to input these is I'm going to put Frozen in the evening time because we know we're writing Guardians in the evening and we're going to be on that side of the park. I'm actually going to put Test Track in the afternoon and I'm going to put Soren in the morning. You might be wondering why I do it that way. Well, I always know that Test Track and Frozen go back and forth between whichever one sells out first. But typically, Frozen is going to get to an evening time before Test Track gets to an evening time. So I put Frozen as a return time in that 4 p.m. to park close so that Standby Skipper will book Frozen first. Then Test Track is in the afternoon. So then that way, if it happens to catch it 
in the afternoon with that 120 minute rule, I already have test track, even if later I'm going to modify it to a later time. And then with Soren, I'm going to put in as a morning time, more than likely what will happen is as soon as we tap into Soren or tap into Remy, Standby Skipper will book Soren for the morning, which will make it an easy, seamless transition to go from the Fran- go from France all the way to the land pavilion. And in the land pavilion, we will ride Soren and then we'll put some filler activities in there. So we'll hop in line for living with the land because we know in the morning that wait time is usually under 20 minutes. We might go watch Awesome Planet and then we might decide to go over to Nemo, spend some time in the aquarium because those are the filler activities that we do while we're waiting for Genie Plus activities to be booked. If it makes you nervous with any kind of rides that sell out very similarly, what you could do is you could put Frozen and Test Track both in the afternoon slot and you would have to watch your phone, but you can modify it to a later time. The reason why I didn't want to do that is because I know for sure we want to ride Frozen in the evening. That's a full family ride. And with Test Track, because it doesn't sell out as fast as Frozen, it still sells out pretty quickly. I would probably miss modifying Frozen where Test Track, I would have a little bit more time. So if you, if it makes you worried, you could put both of them in afternoon and then modify it to a later time. Or you could put Frozen in the evening, Test Track in the afternoon. It's all about your comfort level. But now being able to modify Genie Plus with the combination of standby skipper booking your ride, I will never go to Disney without using the combination of both. It is truly a game changer in how you'll plan your day at the parks and how much more relaxed you will be at the parks. It still takes understanding strategy. You still have to know the sellout order of rides. You still need to know what pockets you should put it in with the five standby skipper pockets. But now you can even plan ahead with those, strategically write down what the goal is and still get all the rides that you want. I will never go back to Walt Disney World without using Genie Plus and using standby skipper together. So let me give you a Magic Kingdom example that doesn't have children, but could have children. During the Princess Half Marathon weekend, I was there with a friend and I was like, I am going to push Standby Skipper to the brink and see if it's going to deliver. We are not going to wait in a single line and we are going to ride everything on her list, which was a lofty list. On top of that, she was running the half marathon that morning, so we were not going to the park until 2.30. So now I've put stress on us, right? We're not going to the park till 2.30. Fireworks are at 8.15, which we wanted to see, and we knew we needed to get a spot early. And then we had a dining reservation as well. So that meant after the fireworks, we needed to jet out of the park. There was no rides after the firework. So here's the list. Big Thunder Mountain. Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Mine Train, and Space Mountain. Literally every high demand ride that is at the parks. And we needed to also eat lunch at some time. And I was like, okay, standby skipper, let's see how you do. So obviously with those rides, I know my number one sellouts are going to be Jungle Cruise and Peter Pan's Flight. Those will sell out by the second tap. 
So instead of putting those later in the day, I actually put Peter Pan's flight as ASAP and put Jungle Cruise in the morning. Why would I put it as ASAP when I know we're not going to the park till 2.30? Well, I knew after two taps, I would be able to modify Peter Pan's flight and it would probably push it to the evening even at that point. So I I did that. I booked Peter Pan's flight at 7 p.m., got like an 11 a.m. time. That's how popular it is. And I modified it down until the evening. My other requirement for standby skipper was I don't want to be running back and forth in the parks. So we're going to do everything that's in Adventureland and Frontierland together first. And then we're going to go over to Fantasyland and then in Tomorrowland, find our spot for fireworks. And then we would leave the park. So this is what ended up happening. We ended up riding Haunted Mansion first in Liberty Square, walking over to Big Thunder Mountain in Frontierland, so just a short walk. We caught the Festival of the Fantasy Parade. After the Fantasy Parade, we went to Adventureland and rode Jungle Cruise. We got some Dole Whip and we decided, you know what, let's go get lunch at Pecos Bill in Frontierland. All of this is in the same region of the park. I like to call it the left side of the park. So then we had lunch for 30 minutes, all while Standby Skipper is still booking these rides. I would go on, see what they booked. If I needed to modify it later, I could. Then we went over to Fantasyland. I bought the individual Lightning Lane for Seven Doors Mine Train. So we literally went Seven Doors Mine Train, Peter Pan's Flight. Oh, and on our way to... um fantasy land we decided to stop by the hall of presidents get our picture in front of the castle with our medals on and then head over to fantasy land that direction so we took the path going in front of the castle then we get to fantasy land and we had a little break between our rides between peter pan's flight and seven doors mine train so we got a dole whip at storybook treats and put our feet up you have to remember my friend just ran a half marathon so her feet were throbbing so we put our feet up and relaxed for over 30 minutes on top of already having lunch this day this day was so slow paced I easily could have had my children with me and still made all of these rides. Then we went over to Tomorrowland so we could ride Space Mountain. It was down. Not a problem. We hopped on People Mover. We knew we would get a multi-experience pass if Space Mountain never came up. By the time we got off People Mover, it was back up. We went and rode Space Mountain. Then we went and picked up some popcorn. And they sell almond corn on the cob in Tomorrowland, too. If you've been following me for a while, you know how much I love that almond cake. So pick that up. And we went to the castle and we were there at 7.15 to put our feet up and rest. So we rode all of those rides in basically five hours. And in those five hours, we also had lunch, had Dole Whip and rested. All because there was no stress on my end to book and I could modify times down where I needed. 
but I wasn't frantically wondering when the next booking was going to come. Now, again, I understand Genie Plus inside and out. I understood where I needed to put different things in the different boxes in Standby Skipper. So it was a lot easier for me, but it literally was the calmest, smoothest day. We really could have added more to make it a little chaotic. We didn't have kids, but it was so nice to not have to worry about booking these rides. So I'm going to wrap this up because I know I have a rule of going over 30 minutes and here I am, but there's just so many positive things to say about Standby Skipper and using it with Genie Plus and helping you minimize your stress while you're at the Disney parks with kids. It is something that really is a game changer in terms of getting on rides and the experience that you have of Walt Disney World. The less time that you're waiting in rides, the more enjoyable the experience is. I understand that sometimes it's out of people's budget to add this, but honestly, I almost would take away a park day just to have this experience every day that I can because it is so calming and so nice to be able to truly experience the parks outside of waiting in lines. On that Magic Kingdom day, I would have made sure my kids saw the parades, watched the shows. We would have gotten treats with all of the rest time that we had. It was truly amazing. I want to thank you for joining me for another podcast here at Well Hello Disney. I hope this begins your journey or helps your journey continue and minimizing stress at the Disney parks so that you can experience all the magic that my family feels every time that we go. I can't wait for you to join me again. Have a magical rest of your day. Thank you.